0: What's going on, everybody? Hi. Alright, cool. Now that y'all are paying attention,
1: hi, it's Colin West, owner of Synergy Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to the Ringside Rant with RJ.
2: What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. It's me, your boy Cassio from Casio's Cut Podcast, among other things, and you are listening to R.J. Krasinski, host Ringside Rant. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. It's the one and only comedian Matt Mitchell, a.k.a. Casio, host of Casio's Cut Podcast, and you're listening to Ringside Rant with my buddy, R.J. Krasinski. 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 Whatever it is. If you're hearing this message, you are listening to RJ Krasinski's own podcast, Cassio's Cut. Nope, that's mine. You should be listening to mine. Not sure why you're listening to Ringside Rant, but when you get through with it, listen to Casio's Cut podcast, com. This is basically a shameless plug for me, not RJ.
0: Welcome back to the coronavirus-free edition of the Ringside Rant, and welcome to Ranters Nation. I have the honor of having back two individuals I had on. I had to go back in my records, the old Rolodex, and find out that it was two years ago I had these two gentlemen on. And I am pleased to announce that I have them coming back. They are the bouncers. They are the Beer City Bruiser. Brian Malone is from Ring of Honor Wrestling, gentlemen. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? You know, not too bad given all the uh, current circumstances that we've had uh, here in the uh, in the country, unfortunately, or in the world, I should say. Um, but you know, hanging in there.
3: What? Well, yeah, good it's, a, it's a it's a wild world out there right now.
0: It's yeah, it's one minute where uh, uh, you know, Corona running wild and next minute oh it's gonna be it's gonna be dying down and the next minute oh we're gonna quarantine three states so
1: (laughs) i i I blame all the that seltzer beer stuff they got out there nowadays (laughs) because before that stuff was introduced we never knew about coronavirus but all of a sudden white claw becomes a thing and it's coronavirus everywhere (laughs)
0: <laughs> what, what what's sad is though is that uh you know that corona the corona beer it's like everybody's all oh, they're i'm not gonna do anything with corona i'm like it's it's good beer i'm like i'm not one for the for the lime in the beer by any means but you know hey it is what it is
1: yeah you got to do what you got to do right
0: oh yeah but uh yeah it's uh like we talked about uh before we started recording we had uh it's a year of the beer and uh, I'm definitely <laughs> taking that into, uh, in, into account. I had, uh, I had, I should say, uh, a, a fridge full of uh, very delicious yingling beer, I'm sure. you And I know you guys are very accustomed to, uh, to that specific uh, brewery. Um, so, you know, it, it, since we last sat down, like I said, two years ago, a lot of things have happened, especially good for you guys, where you're officially signed with Ring of Honor. Uh, First and foremost, congratulations. It's been, uh, you know, definitely deserved for both of you. It's definitely good to
1: see you guys uh, making a splash in Ring of Honor. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was uh, real good when they they signed both of us. You know, um, these contract negotiations were a a little different than the other ones, at least for me, uh, because we had something where, you know, um, Malonis and I had, you know, the, the crowd behind us and ideas as to what we could do where like the other contracts that I've done, you know, it's always by myself and, and stuff we're here, you know, I could sit down with Malonus and be like, Oh, so we're a thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's a really good feeling. It's a really good feeling when, uh, you know, um, I mean, I, I don't know if we told the story on your show, but when we first got to, you know, when they first started teaming us, it was literally a show-to-show deal. We were told if, uh, you know, if uh, this works, we'll we'll go on to the next show. If it doesn't, we won't. <laughs> and and then it was pretty much like every time we had to go out there, it was, you know, uh, I mean, Bru- Bruiser was signed, I, I wasn't, but for that first year, it was literally every time we went out, we had to produce, we had to have <laughs> have a good showing, we had to get over because. Uh if we didn't, then odds are we weren't gonna be booked as a team the next show.
0: Yeah. When did you guys officially officially sign as you know, do you guys sign as a tag team or is uh you know is is individuals? Obviously you probably had to sign as individuals, but um do you
1: guys sign the new one together? No, we have individual contracts, but the length is the same. Um because the the creative and stuff for us and and the the way that we're going together you know we we when our contracts are coming up brian and i both sat down said man this is a good thing we have going here you know like i i'm I'm having the time of my life i'm pretty sure he is and we both said you know we want to stay wherever we go because we're being looked at by other companies also and it's wherever we go we want to go together you know, so they're individual contracts, but him and I both made an agreement that that this is just the beginning of this roller coaster. You know, um, if you look at, like he said, we, we were literally going from show to show, not knowing what's going on, where we were given, you know, odds were against us. I mean, we were given guys, we were given matches where it's like, how are we supposed to get over with this match? And so we put our heads together and, and went out there and did what we do and got over um, so when you, when we talk contracts, yeah, it was individual for both of us, but we both had an agreement, the length that we wanted, you know, what we wanted, um, for each of us. And, and you know, we, we went in it as a tag team, but we signed individually, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that makes absolute sense. And I think a lot, I think you guys signed about the same time as, um, was it LSG signed too, I believe.
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I'm not sure. I mean, for for us, it was just, you know, for us, it was a matter of, you know, just, uh, well, one, I mean, being someplace we wanted to be, I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, we wanted to be in ring of honor. Uh, we wanted to keep building upon, you know, what we started last year. And I think we've done that, uh, you know, pretty damn well. I think, um, you know, we made the most out of every opportunity that, um, we were given, but at the same time, we also, you know, wanted to bet on ourselves and, um, you know, and, and, you know, only signing one year deals, that's what you do. You're betting on yourself. We're betting on the fact that, you know, uh, you know, it's a catchy hashtag. And if we we're, if, if we were a little smarter, we probably would already had it on a t-shirt bruiser, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we strongly feel that this will be our, our best year to date. And, and I think it's already, um, you know, well, until it came to a screeching halt along with the rest of the world, uh, I think we're, you know, off to a really strong start here in 2020. <laughs>
1: But the cool thing with, with the world coming to the screeching halt like it was, we've we've we created the hashtag year of the beer because like he said, we want it this is our year. Um but then they they gave a session with Martina and again that was supposed to be a one thing. Um we were supposed to do one one promo with her to introduce her to the crowd and then she was gonna go her way and we we're gonna go our way. And then that one promo, um we just hit a home run with it where in in fact we had a meeting with Creative one day they told us something that video aired and creative called us in and said, okay, this video did so well. We have a different direction. We're going to go with you guys. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. And so we filmed a lot of content with her cause she's from Ireland, obviously. And I'm in Milwaukee, Brian's in New Hampshire. So we filmed as much as we could. So, you know, um, with this happening, I think our video just went up yesterday or today a newest video, you know, and it's, it's, even though the world's at a stop and a standstill right now, we're still able to entertain you guys with these videos, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely like, like I told you guys before we started recording, it's like I've literally like laughed out loud every single video that you guys had with her, (laughs) you know, especially with, with the, uh, I
1: believe it was the, was it the half keg or was it a full, it wasn't a full keg, right? It's a, it's a pony boy. That's a quarter barrel. A pony. Okay. Yeah and, and like, only oh. the mighty can lift it so basically there's only three people in this world that can lift it and that's me brian and, and her well,
0: I, I would <laughs> love to see love to see you know one of those uh the, the matches the might the mighty match the mighty match or something like that where you have you know only the mighty can lift it and you know we can have the match but you know how did you guys you know would you kind of stumble into this uh with uh Bertina, did you kind of stumble into it or was it kind of something that creative said, Hey, we're going to do this and see where it goes.
3: Well, we thought it was a natural fit. Like they, they definitely said to us, um, you know, Hey, you know, you guys could do some fun stuff. But I mean, we came up with the, um, <laughs> with the video and, and in all honesty, that first one, uh, you know, it's so funny. I mean, what you see is what you get with us. So, I mean, half the time we're laughing at our own damn jokes and most of the <laughs> stuff, <laughs> most of the stuff we're doing, we're trying to pop ourselves, um, so we, I just, you know, I think, I think we're just talking like, Hey, wouldn't it be funny if like, like, you, you know, bru- you know, bruiser, you're all pissed off that she stole our beer. And here I am like, I'm like, Oh, I'm like all smitten and over the top, you know, head over heels for her. And, and I, th- I think it's this funny little, um, dynamic that we've, that we've created.
1: A lot of the videos that we do are, are me and Malonus cause we spend so much time together. Literally they're cracking in the car ride driving talking or in a hotel room cracking beers and trying to make each other laugh and then it'll be funny because we won't see each other for a week or something like that and and right when we get to the the hotel he'll walk up to me go hey I was just thinking about this idea And, and he'll try and pop me with it and then then I'll take that idea and I'll throw my two cents in and then the two of us will come up with something and then we'll get there and Oh, this is what we're gonna film. And then like with, with the Martina stuff, she she got cause she wasn't knowing what she was gonna do either. And then we you know, we started telling her these ideas and and it just it just graduated into what it is today, <laughs> you know, and, and Malone is delivering that line at the end of the first one, the the wow, what a woman and his timing on it just kind of sealed the fate <laughs> that this is gonna happen. Yeah. And the funny story is with 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 Sesh, like before she was even signed. People had mentioned her to us, you know, and um, just in passing. And neither one of us knew her. Um, we had heard of her, obviously, through social media and whatnot. But basically what they're saying is like, hey, she's she's a female version of you guys. And we, Okay, cool. You know, hopefully that gets us to Ireland and we'd like to work with her, you know. And then when they signed her, we're like, "It it's going to happen, you know. I mean, it's got to. It's so organic. And then. Like I said, the first initial thing was just supposed to be us doing the initial promo to introduce her to the crowd. But then Brian delivered such a good line at the end of it that, OK, <laughs> here's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And,
3: she, and she's entertaining as hell. I mean, uh, you know, she is uh, she's great. She's so creative and funny. Um, and, and again, it's that genuine feeling like she, you know, um what you see is what you get with her, you know. the the, the, the behind the curtain isn't too um, isn't too different from when the red lights on. That's the same for us. So, uh, but she's, I mean, she's fantastic, incredibly talented, incredibly entertaining, incredibly funny. So, um, you know, it, it was a really natural fit.
1: And to go on that too, like Brian said, what you see is what you get. Like we are drinking beer that is real beer. Um, we're not, you know, like we don't change. I mean. We're wearing the clothes that you know we wear, and and the way we act is like if if you bump into Brian and I in a bar, expect what you see in the videos. That's us. Like he said it. That's who we are, and that's Sesh too. When when we got to know her, it's like you know what, because you know how it is when you first meet somebody, but then we meet her, and Brian goes, "Man, she's just like us." (laughs) Like this is great.
0: Yeah, I think the only other person that could really you know hold a candle to uh, Martine would be uh, ODB and even that the, it's like i'd love to eat just a four years, you, you, i'm like oh man
1: you guys better open up uh, you know another I, credit I've, card i've known odb like i broke in with odb she's from yeah. minnesota and so we we're on a lot of shows together and and her doing the odb gimmick and all that but the, the thing is like and people will say that like we've heard that a lot but the thing is one ODB created a name for herself where we thought she'd kind of overshadow us if she she joined us. And number two, Ring of Honor had already established ODB is with the Briscoes. Oh, so we were always pitching the idea if they wanted to, they could have us and Sash against ODB and the Briscoes. Like, that's just a match in the making, <laughs> you know? Like oh, whoa, whoa. We have history with the Briscoes. I mean, some of my favorite matches, and I'm sure Brian will agree, you know, Lowell, Massachusetts, we had a hell of a time with the Briscoe brothers. You know, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure I, like I said, I've known Jess almost my whole career. So, or ODB, so her and Sasha, I know could do some good stuff and and you get the six of us in there and man, this is going to be a hell of a match.
3: That's uh, that's Ring of Honor's mass hysteria, which can be found on Honor Club, which is free right now. So there's the, the, (laughs) there's, there's the corporate, there's the corporate (laughs) plug right there. Hey, (laughs) there you go. There's a
0: corporate plug right there. And if you're not, uh. You know, if you're not a member of the Honor Club, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for because, you know, it's just you don't only get, you know, the current product with gentlemen like yourself and, you know, Martina and all the great talent in ROH. You get all the past, you know, past history that you had with Ring of Honor, stuff that, you know, that I grew up watching up here in Buffalo uh, when I grew up in Buffalo uh, back in the early 2000s, it's just, you know. Unlike any other, you know, you get a lot of the guys that are, you know, in other promotions. Um, you know, such such great talent. But, um, you know, since you guys signed, we've seen a lot of comings and goings in in Ring of Honor as far as, you know, management, the new look, all that good stuff. You know, I think at this point you're right on the you're right on you know the right track you know you're doing a lot of stuff with nwa as well do you guys you know we've seen you guys on nwa power um is that something that you know you, know, you guys are looking to do in the future too or is it kind of like a one one and done kind of thing
3: yeah i mean we're hoping mean, we'd love to go back um you know i you know well i mean i i I'd like to think that they'll be welcome back, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, we've talked to we've talked to the NWA, and uh, definitely a mutual interest in working together again. So you never know what happens. You know, they had they were supposed to have some shows coming up in April, and um, you know, uh, we may or may not, <laughs> you know, maybe would have been we, a part of them. I don't know yet. But uh, we we, you know, we we
1: were in talks with the NWA to be a part of those, but we can't officially say yeah, we we're a part. We we're you know because we we're just it was just the talks, but we had such a good time and made such a good reaction, you know, and they're a social media company and our, our episodes did really well. We're like Brian sounds, why they wouldn't have us back. You know, like we want to go back. It was a blast. It was a good time.
3: Yeah. They got, they got a good thing going there. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll definitely, you know, you know, both of us, me and Bruce are just so impressed with uh, what they have going on and just a, just a, such a fun experience the whole way around i mean i mean, I mean we literally well we up to like 2 a.m drinking beers with uh with the rock and roll express <laughs> like, that's right i mean that's yeah. like that's you know that's like fake life stuff that's like you know 11 year old me is was geeking out here i am sitting here with the rock and roll express you know drinking beers and eating pizza at 2 a.m so it, it was well, it was an awesome experience
1: and the great part of that was our hotel was within walking distance where they ho- where they had us <laughs> staying was walking distance to the, to the studio. And, uh, we were talking to, uh, Robert. And he Hold goes,
3: on. we have oh, to are- preface the story with, we were not drinking before.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: we were not not so <laughs> cold we sober. No. And now, in fact, I think you I've had suggested,
1: story, yeah. And you had suggested to, Hey, we we should pick. We need to pick up some beer for the hotel. And I was like, Yeah, we definitely do. And somebody said, Oh, there's a convenience store over by the hotel. And we're like, Okay, well, let's walk to the hotel. We're making our plans tonight, so okay, let's walk to the hotel, put our stuff, and then we'll go to the. We'll oh, you, you forgot, first, You forgot what? the
3: most important part. You forgot the most what, important part. Which the is? we uh we took an Uber from the hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's the part I say. When, when we did this, we were stone cold sober. We took an yeah. Uber. From the uh, from the hotel to the building, uh, come to find out, while we're discussing plans of how do we, how are we going to get beer uh, and then go back to the hotel, um, we found out that the venue was a two minute walk from the hotel
1: instead so, of the eight dollar yeah. Uber that we spent. <laughs> so. Yeah,
3: I mean, so but it was all, it's all one way streets, so it didn't seem weird to us because it was like a little bit of a drive because all one way streets. But yeah, we took an Uber. Uh, to a building that was a two-minute walk
1: from, <laughs> from so, the hotel. So while we're discussing this, uh, Robert looks at Brian and says, you boys ain't walking. And Brian goes, well, yeah, it's, you know, we just found out. It's it's right over there. He says, no, we have a car. You guys are getting in our car. We're going to go get some beer. We're going to hang out. And he looks at me. I'm like, who's going to say no? <laughs> like, only he would say no to hanging out with the Rock and Roll Express. So it was the four of us. We picked up some beer. We picked up some pizzas. And like he said, we we're up to about, two, three in the morning, drinking beer and eating pizza with the Rock and Roll Express. And I oh, got man. up the next morning. They got us up the next morning early to have breakfast with them. <laughs>
0: man, that, that, yeah, but those are the types of stories you tell your kids, tell your grandkids, all that good stuff about, Oh, this is when I had, you know, breakfast and beer or whatever with, with the Rock and Roll Express. It's, it's unreal. Like I had, uh, I went, I worked the uh, StarCast in Baltimore and, uh, they were there and I just went up, I think, um, Ricky was doing a show or something or he was doing something. so I sat there and I say, Hey, you know, Mr. Gibson, you know, I just want to come up to you and say, you know, you're one of the first tag team matches that I've ever saw, uh, growing up. Oh yeah. yeah good. And fist bump and just sat there and talked to him for about 10 minutes. And it's like, man, you didn't have to do that. You know, uh-huh. I'm just, you know, I, I'm just a schmuck on the side. I'm not a worker. I'm not a, one of the boys or whatever. And, uh, but it's just, I just actually, it's funny that you brought that up. I just saw their match that they had with, uh, I think it was the Road Warriors in, uh, I think it was Starcade, I believe. It's just, even the matches you go back and watch now, it just still, you know, holds a candle. A lot of the stuff going on today is, but, um, is that, you know, one of the tag teams that you guys, you know, kind of not modeled yourself after, but kind of just, you know, just stood there in awe watching Mm -hmm. their stuff. Um,
1: not, not all. I mean, they've always been one of the greats and one of my favorite feuds of all time was always midnights versus rock and rolls. Um, what I really enjoy, I got to respect them more when I got into wrestling. And then when Brian and I were tagging, um, you know, I I obviously went and watched more. How can we make our our stuff fluid and all that? And you obviously go back and you learn from the past. And then after spending that weekend with them, and it was really cool because they would, you know, yeah, we had fun and they would tell stories and all that. But then they'd also teach us stuff. And and for them to go out of their way to teach, you know, and and, and Ricky told us, you know, you guys are the future. Like we're gonna help you guys because you guys are the next level, you know. And that was. That was a great honor. Swear. Now I hold them in real high regard because they didn't have to do that, you know, but they saw something in Brian and I and, and were kind enough to do that. And, and you know, um, we applied the stuff they told us in some of our tag matches and it's great.
3: Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable guys. I mean, you know, that's funny. The, the first time we met them was at, in Atlanta for Ring of Honor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we're coming up. We're at center stage. We're coming up. We're coming up the ramp. And um, see see Robert Gibson and, and uh, you know introduce you know Bruiser introduces his son first and shake hands and then uh, I introduce myself and Robert gives me a big hug and I'm like <laughs> okay we're doing this we're big hugs and then and then we're walking away and Bruiser goes how do, how do you know Robert Gibson I'm like that's the first time I've ever met him in my life <laughs> but they're they're unbelievable guys just I mean um, the way they give back. It, like, you know, the way they're trying to teach, the way they're trying to, you know, um, you know, leave the business better than they found it sort of thing is unbelievable. So, I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, you get to hang out with guys like that and it's just like, you know, party is just like, uh, you know, hey, here's some beer and just tell us stories. I just want stories. I just want to. What the hell was it like to be the Rock and Roll Express uh, in the 1980s? Because, I mean, I mean, we're fans, you know, why? <laughs> I guess some people get in the business and they're not really fans, but I know for me and Bruiser, we're the same. We we got into pro wrestling because it was our love. Yep,
1: exactly, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, just to see, I like I said, I saw, when I was in Baltimore with uh, for Starcast. I saw them and just to see them hop out of the um, the uh, the stands there and get involved in that match that they had. I believe it was the Bucks and uh, and. Um, LAX for better use of terms. I mean, I know they go by a different name now, but for 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 better use of term. But just to see, you know, Ricky do that Canadian story, I'm like, holy crap! That should, you know, <laughs> a guy like that should not be able to do that. You know what I mean? But he does, yeah. and it's like, holy god! They're they're um, staying relevant, you know. You know, at, at, years after, the fact, I'm like, I'm like, holy jeez! I'm like, hey, whatever works, man. But I'm I'm just waiting for, uh, you know. You know, the the bou- bouncer Canadian Destroyer or something, you know. Hopefully it's uh, – I, I don't <laughs> we, know if it's in the we car or not. Keep, keep
1: waiting. We, <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't do the Canadian Destroyers. We assist in them when we tag with Cheeseburger. And, and again, you can go back to Honor Club and check that out where uh, he, he does it, but we help assist them. Yeah.
3: Here's here's the thing. I'm a little fat in the ass. Uh, <laughs> I, the Canadian Destroyers aren't going to be my thing, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: nope, nope. And yep. Nope. We're just, it's one of those things you see a lot of the times. like, you see guys, uh, you know, certain gentlemen facing guys that are high flyers or something or doing moves out the top rope. And all they do is yep, we'll step to the side or whatever the case may be. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, Hey, whatever works. <laughs> but you know, the tag team division wrestling, especially here in, 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 in ROH and NWA and all over the, all over the business, you know, has taken, I think a huge uptick. And especially in uh, ROH, you're seeing a lot with, we're supposed to see the Crockett cup, um, but the tag team division, like since we last spoke about two years ago, it's, you know, miles and miles above. Do you guys see that, you know, that uptick in the tag team division, especially in
1: ROH now with a lot of the younger guys coming in? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the the tag team division in Ring of Honor is probably the best tag team division out there. I mean you, you know, you got us, you have the Briscoe brothers, uh Lethal and Gresham. Jay Lethal's the best professional wrestler on the planet, you know. Um him and Alex Shelley, I think, are two of the best wrestlers, period. Um, but then you have like the new combinations, like Dan Moff came in and uh they put him with Jeff Cobb, you know, and uh we were in an eight man with him and it was it was awesome. You know, um, Dan Moss, another great guy, you know? Um, and I think the uptick in, in ring honor and tag team wrestling, I think it's a lot to do with ring of honor. You know, um, when the, you know, the bucks and stuff and all that before they were the elite and all that they're in ring of honor, they were part of the tag team division and they, you know, with the Briscoes and with us and, and again, lethal and Gresham. And I think at the time motor city machine guns were there. You have, uh, what is it? Two, two guys, one tag is Silas and Josh Woods, you know? Um, and I think the tag team division's flourishing right now, you know? Um, and I will, I will go to bat for ring of honors tag team division. We're not, we're not so saturated where guys are being left out. You know what I mean? There's enough where we can, you have the important guys, but um, we're all able to survive and, and showcase ourselves. If that makes sense.
0: No, it definitely does, and I even came when I watched the. Um, I want to say what it was. It one of the last um, before this whole pandemic happened. Um, I forgot what it was. The was it Las Vegas? I can't remember which one it was. The last couple shows that you guys had with um, with ROH, um, we saw the combination of uh, Dalton Castle and Joe Hendry. Yep. it's like that, that. That's another team that's kind of just you know been thrown. Thrown together kind of thing. It's like, okay. Hey, let's see what we can do. And floors so much. And you no, know, my 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 son does the whole Joe Henry song now. I play it for him on YouTube, and he claps <laughs> along and all that
1: stuff. And everybody like, does this the Joe Henry song. <laughs>
0: he's, he's like, he's like, Dad, Dad, you got to do that with with all. you got to do the whole the the. You got to get the peacock feathers. I'm like, Bud, you know that's not I, I, we. We we can't go to like the local supermarket or local local store or something get like peacock feathers and and max and stuff and become the boys or something but um, <laughs> but yeah it's I, I I've uh, you know had many many conversations with a lot of people that are uh, fellow content creators and stuff and you know hey with tag team wrestling I'm like I've always been a fan of tag team wrestling going back to you know Edge and Christian Dudley's Hardy's all that stuff and you know I put you know <laughs> ROH, the tag team and our tag team division, ROH against pretty much any other tag team division. And I know it's going to do so much better than a lot, lot of the other ones. Like you said, you mentioned Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham leading the pack with the, with the straps there. But is that, you know, like you said, it's a year of the beer. Are we going to see, you know, the bouncers with those straps? And hopefully, you know a lot, a lot of beer,
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great, you you mentioned all these teams, and we firmly believe we're right there and as good as any of them, and um you know <laughs> we're we're getting impatient, you know what I mean, like I think we've been uh you know, well, we've patiently awaited our turn. Uh, you know, we've capitalized on every opportunity, and now we want ours. It's time for the bouncers to, uh, you know, to get our opportunity. We're tired of waiting, and we're going to go out and take what we want pretty soon. You know, I, I think it's uh, I think that it's time. I think we're right there. I think uh, we can hang with anybody. So let's go. Let's do it. You know, we're ready.
1: Yeah, I'll say it. We, we will have tag team gold in, in 2020. I mean, like, like Brian said, like, we're going to just have to start taking it, which if that's what it takes and that's what it takes.
0: Yeah. No, I, I was really looking forward to, you know, there was a lot of, uh, other podcasts and I were making bets on the, uh, Crockett cup. And I said, uh, you know, I'm whether, like I said, whether it's going to happen again or not, I don't know, but I'm like, you know, I'm putting my money on the bouncers. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> on top of you guys being so great, you know, in in ring. And I just wanted to see you guys drink beer out of the Crockett Cup itself. Oh, That's we have. What I mean. um, <laughs>
1: I mean, before, yeah,
0: we have. And I'm like, I just want to see it more. I just want to see it more. It's like the, old, the whole Stanley Cup thing when you guys, when the high hockey the players win the Stanley Cup, they drink champagne or beer or whatever out of it. And I'm like, I just want to see, you know, the, the bouncers do that. And I'm like, I'll put money against it any
3: time. Yeah. Turns out, the only smart one was Eli Drake with this pandemic, and you know, we didn't know it at the time. <laughs> but uh, Eli Drake not taking the drink from the cup was was a pretty good move.
1: <laughs> not only yeah. that, like that that cup's heavier than it looks. So trying to pick that thing up and, and drink out of it, <laughs> but we did it. So, and I think I think somebody told me that we're the only ones that ever do that with the Crockett Cup. Like, guys, are, I'm, I'm on TV, you know, are in a, in a, you know, media platform. I think somebody told me that we we're the first ones to ever do that, which is awesome.
3: We blame James Storm. That was,
1: <laughs> that,
3: that wasn't like a well-crafted idea we talked about in the back. That was just like, no. hey, Go over and toast those guys after after your match, and then all of a sudden, oh oh, we're drinking, we're pouring beer into the cup. Oh we're oh we're gonna drink from the cup. We're oh we're all gonna drink from the cup.
1: Okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> and it happens. I guess it's gonna happen. I guess it's gonna happen, isn't it? <laughs> and we, you, you get through the back, and you're, you're, you're looking at Billy, going, okay, is this gonna be one of those times where you ask for forgiveness? <laughs> and <laughs> he's got a big smile on his face and said, that was perfect. You guys We're like, all right, cool. We hit a home run.
3: <laughs> well, then somebody else said to us, uh, yeah. Um, so kind of like jokes on you guys, because I don't know when the last time that thing was washed. So That's was right. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All so right. <laughs> so, so you're saying this whole epidemic is blamed for the uh, crackup? Co- okay, so I'm gonna write that down <laughs> here, and I'm gonna make this. Co- no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yes. Um, name, that's
1: why it's called the coronavirus.
0: <laughs> you, right. Well, hopefully, hopefully, I don't think it was Corona, and I'm assuming, but knowing you know, outside source that I am, you know, with between Mister Storm and Mister uh, Eli Drake himself, I don't think it's you know anything to. Uh, Sneeze that, literally, pun intended, I guess. Um, now, have you guys ever had the chance to sit down and
1: uh, have, have a beer or two or many with uh, James Storm? Oh, yeah, we've had plenty of beer with him. Um, he came into Ring of Honor, um, uh, God, what was that, Chicago a couple of years ago? And a uh, uh, funny thing is, is one of our tag team moves, we literally stole from him and, and um, from America's, when he was part of America's Most Wanted. So Brian kind of walked up to him and said, hey, you know, thank you for, for letting us <laughs> steal that, which, and it turns out he stole. So he goes, no, that's great. I stole that from so-and-so and then started helping us out with different ways to, to get into it and stuff like that. So <laughs> it was, a uh, we just right off the, I think the moment we both talked to him, Brian might correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, we had a real good friendship with him right, right from the get-go.
3: Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: He came. We were one time. We were in, um, I think it was Nashville, and he wasn't booked, but he stopped by just to say hi to us and, and drink some beer with us and stuff. And you know, it's really that was really cool. And then when we were at the NWA, he was one of the first guys to welcome us with open arms. You know, so cool guy. We're, I
3: mean, yeah, it's, it's been great to work with him. The, you know, the the times we have, and uh, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll say he's. I think he's one of the most underrated probably performers of uh of this generation so uh you know it was really you know really great to you know get to get to do some stuff with him for sure
0: yeah he's one of those guys where he kind of when you think tag team wrestling you think james storm whether you were you know whether you're a fan of tna back in the day whether you're a fan of independent wrestling and you see him working live or whatever the case may be you know he is tag team wrestling you know he is that base of tag team wrestling
1: and he can pound some beers we uh we we pounded some beers with him
0: <laughs> i i uh i don't doubt that i had of uh, uh one of the guys uh that works here locally with the promotion i work here in upstate uh upstate pro wrestling here in rochester he has uh he's basically long story short he basically was told by james storm one night that uh I will pay your bar tab as long as you keep me away from those individuals. And by those individuals, he meant other uh, women. So he said, keep <laughs> me away from them and I'll pay your tab the rest of the night. And he did. And they woke up in a uh, hungover. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot, lot, lot of, lot of respect for him. So um one of my uh, loyal listeners, the Shining Wizards podcast, you can find them on Twitter at Wizards Podcast, asked, um, you know, why we're talking about uh, the NWA is uh, why you guys took uh, dirty money from Pope and uh, <laughs> turned your back on Eddie Kingston um, during uh, your run there at uh, NWA. There, it's called beer money. <laughs> <laughs> Short, simple, to the point. I like it. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely respect that. That's for sure.
3: And, we, and we, Kingston we, wasn't paying us. The Pope paid yeah. us. He paid you know, us, hey, and,
1: and we got MWA title shot out of it. So we got we got money for beer and a title shot. Hey, Why would we, we say no?
3: If you're good at something, never do it for free. Yes,
1: yeah, great words by the Joker.
3: Why so serious? You know, I <laughs>
2: you can't.
0: I can't falter for that. Definitely, and I'm like. I I I saw that question. I'm like, oh, I guarantee It's gonna be beer money. I guarantee it. <laughs> of
1: course. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, know, you gotta pay. And and I'm assuming, like, when before we got on, and from my memory stands correct, when I talked to you guys before, you guys are fans
1: of Yingling, right? Oh, definitely. Sure and if oh, you they, look hey. at us, we're, we're, if you look at us too, we're not too petite, young, like little guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both large six- men.
3: Yeah, we're not spending a six-pack, man.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, in Baltimore, we had both our wives come on the, the road with us and said to them, hey, and they've never really seen us drink on the road. we said, well, hey, we got to stop and get some beer. And uh, so we walk in there in the car, we come out with two cases of beer, and they go, I thought you guys were getting beer. Is this for everybody? We said, no, this is for us. Everybody else can get their own beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's one of those things. Now I've actually, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I've actually got my, my seven-year-old son to say, Hey buddy, can you go, go give me a beer so I can keep it low enough in the fridge. I'm like, buddy, can you go get, which one? The cold one. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm like next time it's like, okay, now you got to learn how to open it and all that stuff. And then my wife just looks at me and just walks away. And I'm like, well, what do I mean to do?
3: Um, (laughs) My son is in my son is four, so he's in he's in like preschool right now and uh yeah. um the, the my you know, we went to pick him up one day, and his uh teacher started telling us that he was like doing cheers to people and talking about beer. Well, thankfully, he's articulate enough where he could explain to the teacher uh, about me, and they were able to Google and see. And they didn't call social services because
1: (laughs) a four-year-old was pretending he was drinking Uh beer. (laughs) Oh, you should have seen my face when he told me that story. I was so proud of Mikey. (laughs) It was so great. (laughs) See, but they grow out of that. I have older kids, and all of mine used to be happy to get me a beer. Now, if I ask my 17 year old, "Hey, can you get dad a beer?" She goes, "Looks at me and goes, you got two legs.'" Ooh,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm waiting for that too. I'm waiting for that day. My son will be eight next month, and I'm like, "I'm just no." And I'm like, "Now he knows. <laughs> now he knows which you know which aisle to go to because he always, for whatever reason, he's always with me when I go get beer. I don't know what it is, but he's like, Daddy, you want the blue one?" No, no, no. Get the red one because here in New York, you got. I'm. I don't know if you guys get La uh, Lebèt uh, blue. Oh, by you guys. Uh no,
1: that's it, Canadian beer, so that's not technically yeah. beer. Okay, okay, true. Okay, true. Um so we said so they, you want Canadian? one or Canadians do not have good beer.
3: Okay. Hey Bruiser, okay, we okay, gotta okay. go we we gotta go back up there at some point. <laughs> Let's uh, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, Canadians know my hatred for the beer, and then I, I remember telling you that we we're up there and then you tried some of the beer. Oh man, this is horrible. And I in fact I do remember that at the end of the tour. We had left some of the beer in the cooler, and on the next tour, we opened it up, and lo and behold, here's these month-old LaBotte, I think it was LaBotte or Molson beer sitting in the it cooler. Was Molson. yep. yep. Oh. And, and out of nowhere, Jay Briscoe goes, you boys drinking that? We're like, no, Jay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> we told him, yeah. to be fair, we told him, like, this has been sitting for a couple of weeks <laughs> in the cooler in the ring truck so <laughs> Ooh. He, he, he didn't care
0: <laughs> you, you know i think it's one of those times when you have uh when you have to chew your beer i don't think it's good
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah it's see the thing problem is growing up in the buffalo area like i did it was either labat or it was molson and i'm like i hate it both but You're young, you're stupid, and you're cheap, and you just want to get hammered. And sure as hell, you get your Molson, and it tastes like crap. And later in life, you find out the hard way that, you know, warm beer, eh, not necessarily good. And (laughs) in the middle of summer, you see if uh, we had the old uh, adage, well, let's try it. And we started throwing it in the fire and seeing if it explodes. (laughs) Little advice. Fear explodes when you put it in the uh yeah. when you put it in the fire and yeah. you don't want yes, c- you don't want to pick uh, glass shards out of your shins um, <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things that you know you you learn you have to learn the hard way
1: <laughs> No, definitely definitely we all we live and learn
0: now you know one of the things I've learned today. And uh, I believe you uh, commented this on Twitter, uh, Brian. Is the clown himself, Brian Johnson? I yes. don't know the story <laughs> behind it, so I'm just gonna let it uh, let it simmer there and see where it goes. <laughs> he uh,
1: he's he, dumb. That's it. He's yeah. Dumb. He likes
3: to run his mouth on Twitter a lot. He likes to poke fun at us, call us fat and smelly, and this and that, and uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, here's a guy who. Talks crap to us after we after we beat his ass. And oh by the way, during the match he literally slipped off the apron and fell to the floor. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, Brian Johnson uh maybe somebody should have taken his blood alcohol level before uh, before that match. But uh yeah, I mean he said like you know, he he described how clowns dress, so I would advise Brian then uh you know, for the next Ring of Honor tour, get your get your red nose, your makeup, and your big shoes, clown. <laughs>
1: he's dumb that's it he's dumb he actually could probably be one of the best wrestlers in ring of honor but he lets his like like he's a really good wrestler until he opens up his mouth and then he just everything goes out the window (laughs) he's just yeah can't keep his mouth shut. like brian said he's a clown and as i say all the time whenever he tweets something he's dumb Well, I didn't think it was going to go that way,
0: but hey, I'm glad it did. (laughs) Now, you you guys, you know, Bruce, you're out of Milwaukee. Brian, you're out of New Hampshire. What, um, you know, you've been up and down the road, East Coast, Central, West, whatever. You know, what are some of the uh, best cities that, uh, you know, you guys worked in venues that you've worked in? (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean venues. I mean, I think, I think, I think you know, about a year ago this time, <laughs> around this time, there was a little, a little place in New York City called Madison Square Garden. I mean, that was, uh, that was something else. That was, that was pretty damn cool, obviously. But I mean, for the buildings that Ring of Honor goes to, I mean, I, I think I drive probably drive all the guys, including Bruiser, nuts because we'll go to these buildings and I'll. I'll just sit there and I'll look up what you know what has happened in them or I mean the Hammerstein in New York is obviously cool and um, you know the Lowell Memorial Auditorium and Lowell Mass is is special you know for me for for personal reasons as well as I mean that's where Shawn Michaels lost his smile too but
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) you got and you got it back in Montreal right. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, a lot of these buildings. Like, I think it's so cool to look up the, um, you know, the history of what happened in them, and and you know, just kind of see like, wow, this is, you know, I don't know. For me, as just a big, you know, I'm a, I mean, really, I'm just a big dumb wrestling fan who, um, uh, has has been has been given a lot of really cool opportunities, and um, you know, to be in this, you know, walk some of the same halls. I mean, we. We just wrestled, uh, you know, in Nashville in the same same building that uh, you know Ric Flair won the won the NWA World Title in, like uh, you know beat Ricky Steamboat. So I mean, how the hell can you beat that, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I Madison Square Garden obviously right up there with me, um, and I'm I like the history too. I mean, Brian kind of goes crazy with the history, but like uh, ECW Arena, you know, just because I was an ECW fan growing up. Um, in Chicago, we wrestled at the Odeum and again, ECW, um, was there, um, as far as towns and stuff, any town that has cold beer, I like, um, <laughs> and not only that cold beer, like they sell past us like a midnight because like, you know, we get down with the show and we get, you know, you got to get out of the, by the time you get out of the building, you know what I mean? Like the first thing we do when we land is find out what is, what is, how late can they sell beer in that town? How late are the bars open? Cause every town's different. You know, you go to the Midwest towns, they're all pretty much open till two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, but then you go to some of the East coast towns, you know, and it's nine o'clock and they're shutting down. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Jeez. do we have to get here now or, or, or later, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it, it all, it, like when it comes to the towns and stuff, you know, we'll do, if we have time, you see, people think we have a lot of time in towns and stuff, and it's really not the case. It's, it's usually to go to the airport, go to the rental car go to the hotel go to the venue back to the hotel to the rental car to the airport um what's really cool is when we can all get together and have a good time like uh i think it was saint louis we were just in and it was really cool because you know the shows get done and and we were able to, to get some beer and all of us just hung out in the hotel lobby and it was it was really cool. It was, You know, when we say Ring of Honor family, we mean it. You know what I mean? And it was fun to hang out with all of us, and it was a really good time, you know. Um, Vegas is always a good time just because it's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, hey, I will
3: I will say Philly for us has been a real special town. Your bruiser brought yeah. up, you know, 200 yeah. Arena in Philly. Like, that's where we formed. Um, you know, that's where we came from the bar for the first time. Uh, that's where we main evented for the first time in, in Ring of Honor together. Uh, and that was, again, a, a, literally a week before All-In against, you know, against the Bullet Club, the Elite, Cody Rhodes and the Bucks. So we've had a lot of really, really cool <laughs> things happen in Philly – Philly, Philly has been uh, a real a real special town for us and a, and a, and a place that has just uh, also been you know I, I think one of our strongholds I guess I mean the fans are they just uh, treat us so well there and it's a notoriously tough wrestling town um, so I mean to have their respect and stuff is it, pretty cool Philly Philly has been real important for us
1: yeah Philly Philly will always be real good and what was really cool was we got to wrestle in Philly on our anniversary. Um, which was really cool. You know, it's Brian and I kind of looked at each other like, Hey man, this is officially where we are and look where we're at. You know, that was, that was really cool. You know, a lot of history in that building. And, and it's cool that we're part of that history.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so great to see, like, especially you guys with the Briscoes and all that stuff, these great matches that you had together, and especially when you guys were in, you know, Madison Square Garden. It's like, oh, man, it's great to see, you know, just going back and talking to you guys previously. I'm like, oh, it's so great to see guys that I've talked to get to that get to that mecca of wrestling. To,
1: to go back to the Madison Square Garden, too, like a- another cool moment there is Brian literally got to have – a moment with Jushin Thunder Liger on his retirement tour. Like <laughs> we we were both two guys that got to share the ring with Liger on his retirement tour. But Brian literally got to have a standout moment in Madison Square, a sold out Madison Square Garden, which was probably the last time Liger was in that would wrestle in that building. Like I that's mean, well, a cool gra- fact. Yeah, well, my
3: grandkids hear the story. It's gonna be it's gonna be Brian Malonus and Jushian Thunder Liger sold out Madison Square Garden. Right? I mean, that's the story my grandkids are getting. You know, <laughs> my kids, gather around. listen to the time that I sold out Madison Square Garden with, with Liger. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and by, by by then they'll probably be able to get all these stories like downloaded to their like they'll have that what do they call it in Back to the Future is uh, a message. No, it's Simpsons. There's a B message or something. You're Brain message. It sends yeah, right to your help. brain, or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no they had like, they had
1: future, have Futurama too, where all the ads kept popping up. <laughs> That's that it's Like, oh, come on, swipe, swipe, swipe. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> but, but yeah, it's definitely. I know you guys have been up up here to the northeast with Ring of Honor before, out in the Buffalo area. And it's definitely for you guys, anyways. It would definitely be a great great uh, area for you because the bars don't close till 4 a.m. out in Buffalo.
1: We, uh, last time we were in Buffalo, they flew, for some reason we're, we're wrestling in Toronto, but our hotel was in Buffalo and they flew us in like a day, like a day and a half early. Uh, Uh
3: Yeah. We were there like eight in the morning, the day before the show.
1: (laughs) So it's like, what do we do? You know, it's (laughs) like, you look, you look it up and everyone says, go drink. So we went, we ended up going bowling, I think, and and drinking there. And then we went to, uh. Uh, somebody found a Lucha Libre themed bar restaurant, and we went Will. there. And then we got, we were back at the hotel Will, room drinking Will, beer.
3: Will Ferrara <laughs> got, got real pissed about a five pound burrito we <laughs> <he> ordered.
1: That's <laughs> real, much. And so, Will Ferrara, we call him Little Beer because he loves to hang out with us and, and drink beer. The thing is, is, Will thinks he's as big of us when he drinks the beer. So
3: well, really might be. Willie might be the unofficial third bouncer,
1: by the way. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is. And, and the best thing about Willie is he will drink as much as we do, but he's not as big as us. So he gets drunk really fast. And we went to this bar and we had pre-gamed before we went to the, uh, to the restaurant bar in our hotel room. So Willie was already three sheets of the wind and he saw it was a three pound burrito. Yes.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: And he ended up ordering it when it came to him. He goes, what is this? They were, the waitress is trying to explain to him, "It's a three like that's a three pound burrito."
3: And this and guy was, was he was pissed over how big it was. We were, <laughs> we we're like we're looking at each other like it says on the menu, three pound burrito. How big did you think a <laughs> three <pound> burrito was?
1: Apparently <laughs> so, not that big.
3: <laughs> clearly
1: not. No, he he was so angry, and it was so funny. I I love Little Bear. He uh, the um, Will Ferrell actually helped. Me and him, we always tell each other because we started with Ring of Honor on the same day. And uh, Will Will Ferrara and me basically got each other our jobs in Ring of Honor because the first feud I was in was Will Ferrara and Cheeseburger, and that was before they had anything, any idea what they're gonna do with me or anything like that. So little beer will always have a special place in my heart. And then when when Brian came in, he was a real big advocate for us as a tag team, and and he was teaming with the. Uh, ret as the dogs and stuff and was really putting us you know pushing for us to be with him and get us over and stuff because he he saw the future in the bouncers and and even to this day probably our biggest supporter in the locker room is little beer
0: well i always yeah it's i remember watching him with with ret and i'm like oh man he's like one of those little you know little pit bulls that are always a little chihuahua yep yeah (laughs) Well, I, I say pitbull but twilight. That works too. <laughs> uh, so we have another listener's question. They uh it's Vintage Dream XOX on Twitter is what was the most outrageous match you guys have ever been in?
3: Oh man, that's an easy oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada, Death Before Dishonor, <laughs> Barroom Brawl. Oh Those, god, uh, yeah. Full cues and beer bottles and darts and
1: darts in my back.
3: <laughs> Available, on- oh, ready- ready- <laughs> <laughs> Available on Honor Club, which is free right now. Check out rhwrestling.com dot com and go to Honor Club and, and you can and see y- this map.
1: <laughs> and yes, everybody, those were real darts that Vincent was throwing at my back. Um you <laughs> you can watch they do stick in my back. They are real darts. And uh uh, yeah <laughs> it was uh oh that was a match
3: yeah that was i mean uh, yeah th- definitely the uh craziest damn thing i've ever I've, i mean i i will say me and bruiser have definitely done and experienced different things before coming together uh i've i've never bled in a match before <laughs> so um to bleed in this match was a first for me and to be in this type of match was a first for me and uh all sorts of firsts in in vegas and uh yeah, that was the first wh- time I
1: read darts thrown at my back and stuck. <laughs> 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 and well, just, when, you, yeah. when you were sober, fun. anyways, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and, and 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 interesting thing too, is that's pretty much the creation of the Vincent character. Cause if you remember, Vinny when he was in the kingdom and all that. He was the horror king, Vinny, and all that. He wasn't Vincent, and uh, through that feud with us, he became what he is now with this sick cult leader and the family and all that. What are they? The righteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it was the darts that drove more. edge. But yeah, that's, that's the match that we both can point at and go, yep, <laughs> we did <get> that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and but it's, it's great more... too. Cause
1: that, that's our type of match where you can look at us and we're, we're two fun loving drunks, but if you push us and you want to fight, we're going to fight. And if we got to get a fight, we're going to get extreme when we fight. <laughs> Well, when there's empty beer
0: bottles, then there's an issue, especially with you guys. You know, it's like that's not the kind of fight you want with the bouncers is an empty beer bottle. So
1: (laughs) exactly. It becomes a weapon then.
0: You know, it's always been my my inclination to, you know, fancy book, try to fancy book the stuff with you guys with a past tag team. And the same thing always comes up every single time you guys in the APA bradshaw and and, uh ron simmons just because it's like man i just want to i just want to see that you guys partying backstage with cigars and and beer and playing cards or something i'm like i just want to see that i don't even care if you guys wrestle i just want to see that
1: (laughs) a lot of fun i mean i
3: will i will say there have been nights where we've literally just been paid to drink beer so oh yeah (laughs) why, why I mean, not you know it ain't a it ain't a bad gig it ain't an honest it's an honest living my friend it's an honest we, living
1: we had one time when they were like well, what are we doing tonight they're like well we want you to really get the crowd hyped up so here's a 12 pack of beer go out and sit in the crowd get them all hyped up and drink we're like oh okay <laughs> like, we'll yes, show, you, we'll yes, show sir. you on camera we'll show you on camera don't do anything i've seen okay no problem
3: <laughs> we'll do the best job that we possibly can
0: just make sure just make sure that the beer doesn't run out right right? yeah it's
1: exactly what it is
3: hey how many other jobs do you know out there where you can expense beer huh (laughs) i i i i don't i can't think of any off
0: the top of my head to be honest with you (laughs) you know you work in a brewery or something but even then it's like yeah you know know, by the way if
3: if there's any breweries out there that want to make a bouncers beer or want to sponsor the bouncers, just hit us up. We're not hard to
1: find. already I have cigars, Martinez cigars. Makes a beer city bruiser cigar, and uh, it'd be great to add a, a bouncers beer along with the beer city bruiser cigar. You know, just saying. You know, I I, I know I know there's there's a brewery
0: out here, uh Genesee Brewery out here in uh, in Rochester. I'm sure I can drop a couple lines uh, lines and see you know a couple feelers out there and see if they can. Uh, you know, make 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 a couple of brews. I know they're kind of with this whole, you know, blame it on again on the epidemic. You know, it's like, oh, I know they're I know, I know they're shut down for temporarily as far as making making
1: beer, but you know they well,
0: come also out events every year.
1: <laughs> any breweries that would like us to come for a meet and greet, we're we're down for that too. We like going to local breweries and and uh, experiencing the what the locals have to offer.
0: Oh and well, and I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure they'll probably pay in beer and stuff. And I'm sure you guys won't <laughs> you won't deny that. But I don't know if they can, uh, you know, you know, have en- enough for you. guys. <laughs> That's why we're saying breweries. <laughs> yeah, there, you, there you go. You just buy a brewery, you know, then you don't have to worry about it, you know. <laughs> now, we, we mentioned Yingling. Is that your favorite beer or you kind of just kind of just
1: pick and choose where you go when you guys are on the road? Uh, for me it's my favorite beer. Um that or Yingling Light. Like we just discovered um Brian discovered Yingling Light over a year ago and it's changed my life like. But I'm also I'm also a midwest Bruiser, Hold on.
3: Oh, I got to stop you there, Bruiser. Bruiser loves Yingling Light so much. He packed a 12-pack in his <laughs> in his suitcase and checked it so he could bring it a case home for them.
1: Hey. My, hey, wa- my, yelled, my wife, my wife's my wife's yelling. He paid to check it. Oh
0: man, that's
1: dedication. <laughs> well, the thing is, here here in the Midwest, we don't have Yingling. It only comes yeah. to we've Brian and I. We, every time we get into a town, we find out if it's got Yingling or not. And so far, it's only come to about uh, I believe Indiana is is furthest to the Midwest it goes. Uh, Ohio has it, so it's like. I don't get it every chance I get. So whenever I get a chance to get it, man, I'm I'm getting it. And uh we had some left over and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ship this home to me. And it'll will be put to good use. <laughs> as long as it stays cold, right? And it it was perfectly cold when it got oh. home. Man, it's in the know, belly it's... of a plane.
0: Oh man, there you go.
1: No, my uh my uncle lives
0: just just north of the Yinging the Yingling brewery there we go i've had a couple too many but um <laughs> and he's like hey do you want to he, he got married a couple years ago and he had yingling ke- like kegs he bought like three kegs from the brewery oh. and i'm sitting there i'm like oh i'm like can i just have one to myself because i went to the brewery and it's like the first time i heard the beatles <laughs> it's just like the, all the planets line up and it's just like you hear oh and it's like it's like the lion king movie They like lift it up it's like Oh man, I'm like your mouth is watering. It's like hot oh, man. It's a good I thing. don't
1: think I'd I i do not think I'd ever leave the brewery if I ever went there. I've never been there yet and I don't think I'll ever leave.
3: Well you say next mean, we time. always we always sure. try local stuff too wherever we go. We're always big fans of uh of trying, um, you know, trying local breweries and local beers and stuff. That's a, a pretty big industry. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Bruiser has a couple favorites out his way. I got a couple favorites here. So, you know, along with Yingling, we're always trying, we're
1: always up for something new, always excited to try something different. We had, we had one time where we were doing a meet and greet in Milwaukee before a show and a guy from Des Moines, Iowa brought us, he had brewed some craft beer and brought it to us. And that was really good. I don't remember what it was, but it was really good.
0: Yeah, I think it was it the old the one time? I think it was a couple of years ago. My stepbrother got married down in Puerto Rico, and I'm like, I can I can't do liquor specifically because of Puerto Rico. And he's like, Hey, do you want you want beer? You want beer? I'm like, Okay, well, what what beer do you have? Oh, it's this one. I'm like, Okay, well, what what is it? He's oh, it's like a knockoff. It's like a knockoff uh, Corona. Yeah, no, it wasn't a knockoff Corona. It was like Molson, and I'm like, oh my god, if it's beer. I'm like, if it's beer, I gotta drink it. I'm like, I can't drink. You know, the problem is, though, I drink liquor like I drink beer, and that's not good for anybody.
3: Yeah, um, especially your liver. <laughs> no, well, see, see
0: that's why I, I, I tell my, I'm like, buddy, I'm like, my, my son, I'm like, hey, you're gonna have to, you know, you know, the same blood type. You know, you kind of gotta, you know. Think, of it, think down the road, you know. You got to think of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trend. I'm like, okay, well, you don't want to really stop with the yingling, but you kind of want to keep it going. But, but yeah, it's uh, – what the heck was it? It was, uh, was it? Uh, Medalla or something? Medalla or I don't know. M-E-D-A-L-L. Yeah. Not Medalla. It was like M-E-D-A-L-L-A. Yeah, I thought it was the same thing too. And it's very similar, like the can and everything. And – it was the funniest thing. It's like you do. I, I hate the heat. I absolutely despise the heat. And I did a routine. I went from the hotel. It was all like a resort. Hotel air conditioning to the pool. Swim up to the bar. Grab about three beers. And then basically walk back to the hotel. And hopefully the three beers will last that long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things that's interesting to you know kind of See
1: diff- different areas of the country and see what different types of beers that they're uh, that are out there. Yeah, we're like like Brian said, we're always up to trying the local stuff. You know, if, if somebody w- recommends something to us, we'll give it a try. You know, we won't turn beer down. Well, come one, come all, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, you know, lastly, first, lastly, just thank you guys so much for taking time. I know you guys, you know, you're off the road, obviously with this whole stupid pandemic as we talk about it again, but, um, you know, last, you know, plug anything you guys got coming up. Hopefully, you know, you don't, you know, hopefully you got shows coming up. We can get rid of this epidemic, but, you know, just plug everything you guys got between, you know, the honor club,
1: obviously at ROH.com. Um, and, um. You can check out too if you if you're doing the honor like uh, we do a thing. It's called the honor blog, um, okay. and Brian and I have both been contributing to that. And what it is is just basically a little blog about what we're doing with our daily lives and and during this quarantine period. And it's they have I want to say four or five guy people from the roster. I think Angelina loves on there. Rhett Titus, uh, the bouncers, and it's just all of us kind of blogging, you know. And you can see what all of us are doing. You know, so, um, and if I can plug my other stuff, I have a vlog going on, an actual video vlog that you can see what I'm doing in my everyday life. Um, that's on YouTube, or if you go to my Twitter, at BCB Winchester, I always post the links there, or on Facebook, the Beer City Bruiser, or Instagram, Beer City Bruiser, um, or IOHWrestling.com, or ProWrestlingTees.com slash Beer City Bruiser pick up some say Bruiser t-shirts or bouncer t-shirts, ROHWrestling.com with the uh, shop button. Buy bouncer stuff.
3: Yes. Buy bouncer stuff. I like I like the sounds of that. Hey, I just say follow me on Twitter at Brian Malonis. Follow me on Instagram Brian Malonis uh, KP. And I guess the other thing I'm supposed to say is people stay home. The more you stay yeah. home now, the quicker we can all go out and have a good time again. So stay home. Watch some wrestling. Watch some Honor Club. Watch some YouTube. Whatever it is that that you want to do, watch it, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy, you know, uh, so we can all get back to doing, you know, the things that we all, that we all love, uh, much sooner rather than later. Um, you know, this is, this is a serious thing and people need to take it seriously and listen to your drink, favorite drinking buddies, the bouncers and stay home and stay safe.
1: Social distancing, please. I want to go back to work. (laughs)
0: As long as it's, you're a twelve pack or a twelve pack away, you're good, right? Or a couple Yeah, right? <laughs> I think it's six feet, right? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, a couple couple yeah. couple twelve packs, a couple cases, but gentlemen, yeah. you know, thank you so much for coming on. It's great to sit down with you guys again. And uh hopefully we'll get uh you know get back with ROH soon and get rid of this whole stupid pandemic crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Get rid of it. It is truly going to be the year of the beer. Big thank you goes out to Brian Malones, the Beer City Bruiser himself, the bouncers for making their return to the ringside rant and making sure the population of Ranters Nation goes up and up and up. And also, a big thank you goes out to all of you that have listened to this episode in previous and in the future as well. So thank you very much. But also, check out all their great social media that Mr. Malones and the Beer City Bruiser has out there across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pro Wrestling Tees. Buy Bouncers merch right now. Now, because when they become the ROH Tag Team Champions of the World, you're going to want to have their merch. Also, you can check out this show's merch. That's right, the Ringside Rant has merch. Head over to ringsiderant.deco-apparel.com shop. That is ringsiderant.deco-apparel.com slash shop. To get all your great Ringside Rant apparel. And after you check out the merchandise store. From our great friends over at what For apparel Make sure you go over to ReapersBrew.com. And get all your great coffee ground needs. Right there. Also you can follow them on Twitter. At ReapersBrew. And let them know that RJ. From the Ringside Rant sent you. You can also check out Powerslam.tv and get 30 days free by using the promo code RINGSIDERANTS. Get all your great independent wrestling right there at powerslam.tv. You can also get this podcast wherever you get great podcasts, as well as visiting our new home at fullpresscoverage.com slash radio to get this show and so many other great shows With our friends over at Full Press Radio Network. And lastly, follow me on Twitter at RingsideRant underscore RJ. Follow the show page on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RingsideRant. Also, a big thank you goes out to Darren and these wolves for the theme song, Worth the Pain. The theme song of the Ringside Rant. Coming up next week, I am going to have the honor of having a fellow content creator on Anthony from Smart to Death podcast as well as the new Smart to Death radio. So make you sure you tune in next week and follow the show to get all the pertinent details on this episode because this is going to be a fun episode as well. We're going to have a little bit of a watch along. We're going to induct two matches into the Wrestling Hall of Fame like we previously did with Mr. Tom Caldehue. But this time, we're going to have a little different episode where we're actually going to have a watch-along for those two matches. So make sure you follow social media on Twitter and Facebook to know which matches we're going to induct and which matches we're going to watch with each and every one of you. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. And as always, welcome. To Ranters Nation.